0: Punch Podcast. This is episode 64. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you guys had a chance to listen to the podcast that I did with Shay. It um, it was it was solely based off of music. We spoke about other things, but the experiences that he's had, how he's been able to be successful, it, it gives you an insight of what somebody who it really is trying to break into that world is willing to do or what they've done or how they think outside the box, things like that, that make them stand out or just allow them to gain that success early on because of the drive, the thinking outside the box, the dedication, things like that. I really enjoyed doing that episode because it was not only a, did we did we have a good time doing it? But we hadn't spoken in a while. So it was nice to catch up. And I know I've said that before, but I can't stress enough like how informal it is to know how things work on the inside or for anyone out there who's really trying to break into the industry or doesn't really understand the whole aspect of it. I mean, that's from an aspect of an engineer slash producer, but at least it gives you an insight of like, yo, like, The things that you had to pay for, like, I didn't know if you guys knew this, but I sure shit didn't. I didn't know you had to pay for your own plaques. I didn't know schoolboy Q refuses to do that, so he has no plaques. That's crazy. Because you think that the record label will take care of things like that. It's not much, a couple hundred bucks, but you would still think that they would take care of something like that. And then I think a, a lot of us kind of understood that there are people out there who are somewhere in the credits, maybe not a big name. Or an unknown name that they can still live everyday lives, but yet they're getting credited and they're getting royalties from those songs, like guitar, like she had mentioned, maybe playing guitar on on a Justin Bieber album or something similar like that. But I wonder, and I pose this question to you guys, would you rather, not a rapper, but if you're a producer, would you rather be as famous and known as Dr. Dre, or would you rather have the money of someone of a Dr. Dre, but still be able to walk the streets as a normal human being. Let us know. Twitter, Facebook, uh, I'll go through it. Facebook, Instagram, culture at Culture Punch Podcast, Twitter's culture underscore punch. Let me know. I, I really am curious to know how you guys would go about it or what you would rather prefer. Do you want to be famous or do you just want the money? But it's a really cool episode. I suggest you guys check it out. It's um it's it's just a great conversation. It's a good insight of everything. And again, I really do believe that you guys would enjoy it and and all that stuff. So, but we come to the topic today. I don't know if there's something in the water, if there's uh, just this is the new industry standard or what is going on. But <laughs> with so many topics out there, and I mean so many, and seemingly so much going on in the world today with everything that's been going on with the riots and, and the protests and the things that have been going on with police continuing to, I don't know if it's not follow training or cross a line or whatever it is, but with that stuff continuing to happen, it's insane that we're even talking about, um, the subject that we're and And, you know, I know that I choose, um, the, the, the subjects, but, at the same time, it's like things that stick out and things that, um, for me, feel like I need to address. I guess you can say. And so it's just it's one of those things. Like before I jump into all that, but I do I do want to say that uh, condolences go out to Jacob Blake. I'm sure you guys know the story of the uh, the man that was killed in Wisconsin. But you know, shouts out to him. I hope that they uh, they find justice. And I. I think it's really cool that the NBA is thinking about protesting the Bucks, Magic, uh, Toronto, Celtics, those names are out there. So I think that's pretty cool that they're doing that. There's a lot of more important things than just sports. So I'm glad that they're using their platform as a voice. And really quickly, I don't understand what it is about people out there that just cannot stand just cannot stand the fact that... Um, that Black Lives Matter. That's the only way I can say it, honestly, because I, I had this thing on Twitter and I, I don't know if you guys have this, but I can't stand this. It recommends things to me that I have no idea who they are. I have no idea why they think it recommends it to me. Um, but it does. There was a, a person that tweeted, Jacob Blake survived. And they did that about 10 times and then ended it with, that's not what they intended. That's crazy, right? But then someone underneath it decided to put Jacob Blake's a felon. Jacob Blake's wanted for sexual assault. Jacob Blake is known threat to police. Um, Here it is. Resistant arrest is not a crime punishable by death. And this person says this like six times. And I agree with that 100%. But the reason they said this is because someone else went on and was pretty much saying, like, yo, um, he wasn't listening, he wasn't listening, he wasn't listening, he wasn't listening, things like that. And, uh, and then other people to the whole resistant arrest is not a crime punishable death. Someone else goes on to say it's abso- it absolutely can be, which is one of those things. that's like, why are there, I understand we all have our opinions. I understand that everyone thinks differently, everyone was raised differently, parts of the country, the world, everything's different. But the thing I don't understand, is as humanity, mankind, how can you not understand when white, black, Asian, Latino, it doesn't matter if someone's being uh, assaulted, someone's being killed, someone is abusing power to the extreme, shouldn't we be those social warriors and be the people that shed light on those things. Now, I'm not taking away anything from police because I have friends that are police officers because we have to understand there's good ones out there and I've said that so many times. There's so many good officers out there. Uh, There's just people I give people bad names. But at the same time, I I would assume, I'm not a a police officer, but I would assume with how much heat and how much uh, attention there is right now on police because of aggressive action or because of premature shootings or whatever you want to call it, you would almost assume they would tread lightly and not want to continue the, the pattern. I don't know how else to say it, but or continue the trend. There are people who I think... Uh, Overly or excessive, and and there are times where police have to defend themselves 100%. I'm not saying that, but I still stay, I still stand with if because a lot of people, what they do is they like to say, Oh, they've had multiple run ins with police. Police know about him. He has a rap sheet or whatever. So if you know about somebody and you've dealt with them before, then you should know how to deal with them again. I feel like you would develop a profile of somebody if you dealt with that person five, six, seven times, whatever, even three, four, five times, you would understand. And there should be some kind of history on him. You know, if he's an alcoholic, yo, he's, he's not really harm, harmful. He's just more, he's more a threat to himself when he's on, when he's drunk, whatever the case is, there should be certain notes like that, where you can say like, yo, he's not really a threat. Yo, he's just being, it's just Saturday. That's what he does. I think you, would, you could see that. I know police would probably get tired of something like that. But at the same time, it saves your job. It saves your life. If you cross that line, like Akon says, I guarantee there'll be nothing to save you. Because realistically, man, people are for blood. People are out for blood. So if you aren't following your training, you're probably going to do some time. And there's only so much you'll start to see that the shield will only defend you so much because once that city, that town, that mayor, that chief or whatever gets that bad media, if you're a little town, take Wisconsin. If you're a little town in Wisconsin and you all of a sudden you just have Fox News, CNN, all these big name people or media outlets in your city, trust me, you're gonna, they're going to freak out and they're going to comply or whatever, go with the flow, whatever you want to call it. I just, but again, going back to, it, I don't understand why police don't tread lightly, or police aren't doing a a a better job right now of maybe recalling some of those slowly recalling people in for training because it's needed. Obviously, it's still needed. Funds might not be available, whatever the case is. But I feel like when when your back's against the wall, regardless if you're a company, whether you're an individual, whether you're uh, uh, um. And a mother, a father, a son, whatever. Whenever your back's against the wall, I feel like that's when we, as uh, as human beings, figure out ways. Right? We've always done that. History has shown that. So if police right now is back against the wall, you can figure that out. There's ways to do that. I so again, I don't understand why we're still seeing this, other than there is a racial bias or there's a uh some kind of problem with and race or a demographic kind of play into it because take away race. And then all of a sudden, if you're in the bracket of the tax bracket of poor, you kind of don't matter, right? And that's kind of what everyone's argument been like. Dave Shapiro and those guys is like, yo, know, white people are dying more than black people. Yeah, but again, they're poor people. And so it's like, whether you're white, black, Latino, Asian, if you're in that demographic of poor, you, you don't matter, apparently. Right? Now, that's just my opinion. I can be completely wrong. And I think that, you know, the president has a, has a tough job, especially with election coming to anyone, whether uh, Biden gets elected or President Trump gets reelected, whoever goes in is going to have a hard time because the Senate and the House, it's going to be the same issue. You're going to be able to come together, figure it out. Because there's change needs to happen. There needs to be a reform across the board somehow. Something needs to change, you know, I, I, I don't know, but that's like my quick little tidbit on it. I didn't want to speak too much on it and i kind of got off track, but it really is. It's amazing that all this stuff is going on and yet we're doing this, but, you know, I had this episode locked and loaded and I wanted to do it, but I didn't want to give a quick shout out to the Blake family. Uh, the, uh, and just, you know, my condolences go out to you and, and, you know, I hope that you guys are, are going to get through it. As best you can, you know. I I don't mean to sound insensitive. It seems like a tough time. I don't know you guys, and I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, cross any bound, any lines or anything. But my condolences go out to you. Now, moving back into the podcast, my reasoning for this, and the reason why I say there's so many things going on, it seems like we always circle back to this one person, this one subject, this one thing. Is most of us out there know, or at least should know, that six nine. Yeah, we're, we're we're talking about six nine. Daniel Hernandez famously went to federal prison and was released early due to his and let's be honest, his incredible ability to work with the feds. I mean, just amazing. It's an amazing story. If you if you haven't already heard, he has since been released and went back to make music. The first song that he dropped right out of the gate, right out of the gate when he came out, made fun of his. God-given talent to cooperate with federal agents. And if you guys know what I'm talking about, Gooba, he puts the rat head on himself near the end of the video. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. You know, he's just laughing about it. Now, I don't, I don't know about you, but I can't wait for him to drop a, a how-to video because snitching like that is on a whole nother level. I didn't even know that was even reachable. So look out for that. How to how to be a, a, an informant? How to snitch one on one or something? Because it's it's incredible. But man, some people are just granted better gifts than others. I guess six nine then goes on to work with uh, with the clout queen herself, Nicki Minaj. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? The record trolls continues winning. He continues winning. Not only was he trolling when he did Gooba with the redhead, but he literally came out and did a song called Trolls with Nicki Minaj. Now, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't she talking shit about him when, Like while she was locked up? And pe- people don't believe that money talks. But we all know she don't like Six. Because any time the cameras were on him when they were doing promotion for that Trolls, you would like anytime to catch him together like live or what like on live or whatever You could tell how irritated she was with his stupid ass, you know, what i'm saying like you could just tell like yo This dude is immature. That's the kind of look and the the vibe that she had And he didn't care but again she knew and she knew collabs with him Would make her relevant again because let's be honest. She's kind of going <whistles> She's going downhill so making a record with him made her relevant again. They were number one, and she can say she was number one again. Now, I don't know what other artists are out there that are as thirsty or as newly dehydrated as Nicki was, but I'm curious to see who else steps forward and jumps at the opportunity to work with the rainbow kid himself, the rainbow king himself. Because for, for people who don't believe this kid is winning, let me bring something to your attention, okay? Now, wasn't nobody doing that rainbow shit until 6 9 Like, better yet, nobody was about that 6 9 shit until he gets released from prison. And he stays winning. I can't say that enough. Now, you got people like Lil Pump trying to dip in a toe in that clout. Just trying to dip a toe. Because when you as trash as that kid, you got to do something... I mean, I guess you got to do what you got to do to survive out here. These are sharks in the water. And it's Shark Week. Those of you that didn't know. But uh, real talk though. Rewind less than two years ago. And the hip-hop community, when Six came up, they were like, yo, the boy's whack. The the homie's gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were saying things like that just because of his hair. Now, all of a sudden, old boy, a trendsetter. And nobody's making fun of his look anymore. Matter of fact, they got a lot of people... Trying to look like him, and don't get it twisted because six be doing he be doing things on his end too to stay relevant. Don't get me wrong, like his shot, he, like he shot a shot and missed too. That Spanish record, he tried to switch it up, like when he switched up his cadence amid song and continues to drop head shaking beats and uh, you know distracting from the lyrics or whatever. The difference is, he stays winning. He found a formula and it works. He tries something, don't matter. For him, he's got the formula. So 6ix9ine made his name off of trolling because of the music. Now, everybody knows he makes music, but he's a troll first. Social media influencer, troll first. Now, let me emphasize that again. He is a troll first. So when you know, he be wilding or trying shit that don't work, people chalk it up to trolling. Oh, he's so stupid. That's six though. Winning. He found the formula. That's all that is. Found the formula and he does it. So even when he's garbage, oh, he's trolling. But when you try to bite the style or the look or extend your hand out for some of that clout, you you get exposed. And we all look at you and we're like, you know what you're trying to do. We know what you're trying to do. Like recently, I mentioned him, Lil Pump. Lil Pump can be seen with rainbow colors in his dreads. Now, I know, I know. Fans will say, oh, but he had pink hair since... Shut up. Just shut up. Okay, just shut up. One solid color. Green, pink, yellow, or whatever it is. Not the same as rocking those colors at the same time, my man. Only one person is known for that. And let's be honest, we all associate Rainbow Hair with him too. And that's 6ix9ine. It's not just me. Lil Pump is clearly, clearly praying to be the cloud gods, or to the cloud gods, I'm sorry. He's praying to the cloud gods that this can get him a collab so that he can, be, he can make his name again, be relevant again. Because he hasn't dropped the record in, in, in a hot minute. An album for sure. He hasn't dropped in a hot minute. Like I said, name me something he's dropped recently. Better yet, name me something he's dropped that you're like, oh, oh, that's fire. <laughs> I'll wait. Harvard, Harvard, what? Harvard dropout, trash. The song with, is that the, with Yeezy, the song with Yeezy, trash. Gucci, oh, Gucci, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, uh, not my style. But you know what I I will say that. That was that's gonna be his one hit wonder. The Gucci gang shit will be his one hit wonder. But then the last, the last thing you drop is Illuminati back in April. It's been a while. Again, he's trying to stay relevant. Jumping on that Spanish rap shit too, for those of you that didn't know. Hmm. You tried. You get an you you get an E for effort. (laughs) Because you try to take a shot at Cole. Cole on the level, though. He ain't engaging he, he just laughed and said that's cool little man and, he, and pump's like oh fuck i'm sure that didn't turn out the way you wanted it to i'm sure you expected that to last a good year or two maybe carry you a little bit no nah, i didn't work but you ain't the only one who's who's hoping to kick the door down in the clout game let's be honest ufc fighter sean o'malley He's trying to kick his haters in the face And look what happened to him (laughs) His legs so damaged from clout chasing That his bones can't take it anymore (laughs) He had an undefeated record prior to UFC 252 Which in my opinion Shouldn't have been the main uh, uh, The co-main event I'm just saying But that's another subject for another podcast So now your record is gone What now? Right? Like, of course, you're still gonna fight, but it'll be like a while before you reach the co main event again. And that might even be at just like a fight night. This guy is on a whole different level of clout gargling, though, for real. He wants to be 6'9", slash, the Tiger King, slash, Carol Baskin, slash, Conor McGregor, all wrapped in one. Why not, though? Why not, though, kid? Shoot for the stars, land on the moon Seems to be the model Okay, great But now Now I don't know I don't see you shooting off nowhere Too many good Bantamweights out there For you to make a splash You're like the next Uriah Faber And, 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 and that's not a compliment Okay I meant the Uriah Faber post-retirement when he came back Have fun in the 9-12 to 12 rankings, kid But you can still keep us entertained. Looking like the sex child of Gwyneth Paltrow, if she had a three-way with six-nine and Traveller Ross. <laughs> it sucks. You lost. It sucks you lost that way. And I wish you the best in the future, and you know, speedy recovery. But I'm sure y'all stay plenty medicated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wink, wink. But no, um, the kid six-nine stay trolling. Like I said, stay winning, and it doesn't seem like anyone right now can touch him. All I don't see it. Maybe you guys do. I definitely don't. But continue to follow the podcast by giving us a like on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, or or anywhere you listen to podcasts. That is a great way to show your support. You can, you know, always support us even better. But spread the word, spread the podcast. Go give us a like. Go give us a review. Best way. Follow us like like I've mentioned on Facebook and Instagram at Culture Punch Podcast and Twitter at Culture underscore Punch. Thank you guys for listening. We're out.